Hi, my name is Nino Wells, and welcome to The Real Crypto Podcast. This is episode number one. In this episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am and what this podcast is going to be all about. Now, my name, my name as I said, my name is Nino Alves, and I have been in the tech space for around about, oh my God, around about um, for, since the late 80s, I used to pull apart PCs and mess around with them and actually uh, worked in IT since around about the early 90s, so... So for the last 25, 30 years or whatever that's been, what, 92, 2002, 12, yeah, coming up like 20, 27 years or so um, in the IT game. Now, I'm not a stranger to uh, tech and I've kind of been a tech geek all this time. So um, so the story I'd like to start off with um, with this podcast is to sort of tell you a little bit how I came across crypto and how it's sort of like sort of entwined into my life. So I guess you could say it goes back to around about 2011, 2011, where um, I was on this um, computer tech forum and um, I was in this kind of uh, group where people would like mess around with technology, build computers and pull them apart and then they would sell different parts off that they didn't want anymore and so it's sort of like a second-hand market that um, enthusiasts like myself and hundreds of others could uh, get in there and get cheap parts and stuff. So so what happened was um, on this particular day, it was um, probably mid-2011 and um, this thing called Bitcoin started coming up, this new digital currency and, uh, you know, when you're in the tech space, you're sort of... Um, you're, you're a bit wary of uh, scams, so to call. So you're sort of like pretty sceptical of these things most of the time. So anyway, there's this particular forum and um, some guy posts in there and goes, look, you know, I want to um, buy everyone's Bitcoin. Um, and so if anyone's got any, I'm just collecting them. You know, you can, can you sell, if you've anyone's got any, can you sell them to me? So I saw this thread and I watched through and sort of sure enough he's... Um, you know, people going, oh, yeah, I haven't really got any, but, um, you know, what is this thing? And um, and what we found is that um, I was looking through through this thread and a uh, guy goes, look, you know what, I've got 15 of them. You can have them for you can have them for 200 bucks. That's around about $12.80 something each. And um, I'm just looking at it and going, you know, you know someone's, someone's selling a digital currency which has got no basis in anything. It's just... It's just been created out. It's been mined out of nothing, and uh, you know someone's willing to spend two hundred dollars on on buying them. So I, I sort of just like you know sort of grinned to myself, and you know I didn't really think a lot more of it. And um, anyway, so twenty eleven, and um, and I'm actually for my day job, I'm working in um, I'm working in IT. I'm working for a, a large um, mining company uh, based in Perth, Western Australia. So. I mean, I'm here working away. I'm, I'm contracting away for this company, and uh, and I've gotten talking to some other friends and stuff around about this, and uh, and uh, sure enough, um, you know, one guy's saying, yeah, you know, I've got twelve bitcoins, and uh, yeah, I've just I, I just mine them in my spare time, and uh, and um, yeah, so I said, oh, so you know, so how do you kind of get into it? And he's going, you know, like I've, I've set up a I've set up a rig at home, and I, and I've got certain graphics cards, and I just mine so. So I'm like, cool, right? So, yeah, so haven't really thought much more about that. And uh, 
And then sure enough, like um, it would have been maybe two or three years later, two and four, and suddenly like, you know, it's hitting a few news stories and it's like, you know, this Bitcoin's it's worth 400 bucks. And it's gone, it could have been towards the end of 2014 or something like that. And um, and I'm starting to think to myself and goes, you know what? Um, and I was thinking back to that day back in 2011 where some guy's selling them for 12 bucks each and now it's 400. That's not insignificant for three years. And it's like, you know, something that was supposed to be a bubble but three years later it's now gone up so this is interesting it's associated um so he's still with these coins he goes yeah and um this colleague of mine and um and um i said so you, have you been selling him it's like you know is it hard to get hold of and he goes well you, you've got to mess around and he ta- started talking about wallets and he started talking about you know more about the mining and um to be honest i was like I was interested, but I probably wasn't that interested. I mean, I was, I was kind of piked. My curiosity was piked because of the price that that was currently going to. But I'm just going, you know, there's still no utility. I mean, what's what does what does Bitcoin do? Um, what does it solve? Can people buy things with it yet? I mean, it was all it's all based on what might happen. It wasn't it wasn't anything tangible and. When I put my money into things, I like I like to see things that are tangible. So I mean, even though it's like you know what, four hundred bucks. I mean, from one side of things, like sure, the people that bought them for twelve bucks, you know, back in twenty eleven, they're probably laughing right now. They've just made a significant increase on their uh, on their little uh, um, gamble there or investment, or what do you want to call it? So I'm I'm thinking about this um, Bitcoin going. You know, should I just you know, sort of put that sort of logical thought process to the side just for a second and should I just go ahead and just buy some? So uh, I was talking to this guy and he's going, you know, I, I can sell you a couple if you want. I'll g- you just give me a couple, 400 bucks each and I'll give you two of them. And I just thought about it and go, you know what? Nah, that's all right. Don't worry about it. I mean, I'll, I'll just wait and see and see if it actually does amount to anything. I'll, I'll just um, sit back and watch this one actually. And uh, anyway, I've just got on with my life and... Um, you know, 2011, 2012, you know, around about those times, I, you know, my life started changing, you know, in 2011, I actually, that year, I actually met my wife and um, we were married um, uh, a year later and then a couple of years after that, you know, we've had our first child and uh, and so I was all distracted with the family life and the work and uh, and I was, um, and then next thing you know, it's like, it's, a, it's around about the beginning of 2017 and all of a sudden, this Bitcoin's come back on the scene again. This cryptocurrency's come back on the scene. And this time, it's now, I think it's breached $1,000 for the first time. And I'm just going, okay, now this is this is the third time, or at least, since I've heard this thing. And, I've, and each time, I've sort of sat back and thinked to myself, it's like, do I get into it? Do I not? And it's just like, I'm going, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to get into it. I mean, the, the things still apply. I mean, it's got, I mean, the utility, um, can you actually use it? Um, is it really um, making a change in the world as we know it? Uh, is it going to be a bubble? I mean, is it just going to be pop and it's just going to be a thing sort of in sort of in the land of geeks and that's it? I mean, you go and talk to anybody and it's still, like, no one really knows what it is. There's a few people who might have heard it just because it's come up on the news once or twice, but... You know, and and now it's a thousand bucks. I mean, okay, this is it's obviously we've reached bubble time. You know, 
uh, we're talking a digital currency here that you know it's just been created out of thin air, right? So, um, so yeah, I, I looked at it and thought, you know, it's, it's making pretty it's pretty good conversation at work, and you know, my um one of my colleagues, I, I've moved on to a different part of the business by then, and one of my colleagues, um, new oh. colleagues, is saying, um, you know, um, I've bought half a Bitcoin, and I'm just going to see how it goes, you know, and um, yeah, so. We sort of just watched Bitcoin go, you know, just a little bit through the chats and over the uh, coming year, and it got to around about July of 2017. And this thing, this Bitcoin thing, has now hit two thousand dollars. It's it's gone over two thousand dollars. Now this is the this is now the fourth time, fourth or fifth time now that I'm looking at this thing going, okay. Do I keep sitting on the sidelines or I actually get in on this? I mean, now I'm starting to ask myself questions and saying, look, I've been in IT 20 years, you know, a couple of a couple of decades, and I'm still not involved. So someone's going to ask me and go, have you ever bought any? And I'm going to say, well, no, I haven't, because and they're going to say, why? Weren't you in IT all this time? And I'm just like, I'm going, yeah, but like, you know, all these things, is there utility? Is it is a, a usable asset? And... Um, I was sort of like putting myself through that conversation that imagining what someone's going to ask me as somebody who should have known having been in the industry for so long. I mean, um, it wasn't like I was not in IT at all. I mean, I was, I'm fully engrossed in it in part of my work. I mean, I was like, a, I love gaming on the side. Um, well, before I got married, I was at least gaming on the side. <laughs> when you get married, those things sort of... Uh, it wind up a little bit, you sort of get uh, distracted. Um, but yeah, so I'm concerned about my um, this kind of conversation I might have, but at the same time I'm going, $2,000 for a Bitcoin? I mean, I could afford it. I mean, I had the cash in the bank to buy, go and buy a few if I wanted to, but it's like, is that something that I should do? And now I did do something a little bit different this time, and I thought, you know what, I'll actually sign up to one of these crypto exchanges. I'll at least get my account set up just just in case, okay, you know, it, it does it does really start to amount to something. You know, we're now, well, 2011, it was about like six years later. I mean, this, if this thing's still going after six years, maybe, maybe there's something there's something to this. So uh, I got to, uh, I got to uh, this uh, uh, local exchange and it was called CoinSpot. This particular one was called CoinSpot. Not for any particular reason. It just happened to be one that was um, recommended to me by somebody as uh, one that um, they'd had good experience, so they were able to put their money in and put the money out. So on this particular exchange, I decided to sign up, and I've um, so um, it was it's quite quite a rigorous rigorous um, process actually. You know, they um, ask for your ID, your driver's license, and your passport. Just to you know, there's this whole big thing about money laundering and stuff like that going on. I mean. If you'd heard any about the news, it was like Bitcoin's this whole thing about, you know, it's, it's for crime, used for crime and all those sorts of things. And and I'm, that part of thing, I'm sort of going, well, yeah, but so is the US dollar, so is, so is Australian dollar, so is every fair country, every crime's involved with every kind of currency. That's You can't call that one. But anyway, went ahead, got signed up to this exchange. The whole process took around about well, almost three weeks, I think it took. Um, I mean, 
there wasn't a huge rush of people trying to sign up at the time, but it was um, it, it was a little bit uh, took a little bit of time, and uh, they said like as part of the process, we'll give you a call at the number that you provide to make sure it's, you are who you who you say you are. And you know, I so I registered, and three weeks later, I got this call, and I almost like didn't recognise who it was. It's like, is this who's trying to? you know, confirm my identity and so and then it's like, oh, this is a crypto thing. So completed the sign up, got an account, and by then it's around about August. And crypto, well, this Bitcoin thing, it's now crept up to four thousand bucks, three, four thousand bucks. And I go, man, this is like now 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 this is this is this is starting to get really serious. Like but do, is this now the right time to get in? Because four thousand bucks is now this is this is now getting to be significant kind of cash. So I'm just going, man. It's like, and um, I'm at work, and then people are starting to talk about it. I mean, if you're in the, if you're anywhere in the IT game, if you remember anything about 2017, you're going to remember these kind of conversations because it's almost like it was like it was around the around the um, coffee machine, everywhere. Everyone was just talking about this um, Bitcoin just going off, like three, $4,000. And I actually called up my friend, uh, my previous colleague from where I used to work, and said, oh, mate, you remember those 12 Bitcoins that you had? Have you still got them? And he's gone, yeah, man, I actually sold a couple of them off and I've, um, I've actually put a deposit down on a new apartment in the city. And I'm just going, wow, so... <laughs> I said, how much did you put in? He goes, oh, I sold I sold enough to get about 40 grand. So I thought, well, maybe you sold 10 of them then. So it's around about four grand now. So, And um, he's gone, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's amazing. But he goes, but I've kept a couple of them. So um, just in case it really goes crazy. And I thought, man, this is like, you're lucky I kept them this long. And he goes, yeah, but um, to be honest, I think it's just, a, you know, I, I can't believe it's gone this high. And so he's still mining him. He goes, oh, no, nah, not mining him anymore. He goes, it's just way too expensive to mine now. Um, you need to upgrade all your hardware and stuff like that. It's just um, when, it, when it was when it, years ago, it was worthwhile, but now it's just it's just too hard. There's too many people in it, too many people competing for it. I see you're right. So um, anyway, I hung up the phone and I'm, I'm thinking about it and it's gone. And you know what? I thought, no, nah, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to buy anymore. I have my, got my account there, and even even though it's like you, you, when you're seeing some some investment going up, 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 there's this feeling of missing out. It's called the jargon's FOMO, fear of missing out, and that's a real powerful emotion. And if you're feeling that, and I was definitely feeling it, and I was surrounded by other people who were definitely feeling it. You don't want to miss out on something. I mean, we're talking about news articles now. There was so-called experts saying that, you know what, this could go to $50,000. This could go to $100,000. It could go to a million dollars. It's like, it's hard, to, it's hard to really process those kind of numbers in your head because, I mean... <laughs> Remember, so I've still got back in my head. I've still got that old forum days back in 2011 where these things are getting exchanged for twelve dollars each, twelve bucks. But then there's a little voice going on the other side of your head going, "You know what? This has gone up from twelve bucks to four thousand. When does that ever happen in this amount of time? Yeah, seven years, but this is still 
out of, out of this world crazy increases. And so we're getting towards like September, October, November, and and I'm watching this thing. And we've gotten to the beginning of December, the very beginning of December. And what do you know? Bitcoins hit ten thousand bucks. And I'm just going, man. I'm working next to the, my colleague. <laughs> he's over the moon. He's going, I've got a $5,000 worth investment of, of my half a Bitcoin and I'm keeping it. And this is like, this is great. This is the greatest thing. I mean, and I'm thinking, man, I could have bought a few of them. And it's like, you know, the, all, the, all the ideas, you know, should have, could have gone through your head and stuff. And I decided at that point, okay, I'm going to get into this investment because, but I'm not going to get into a Bitcoin because. I just there's just something that concerns me about it. It's, I mean, now it's like people people are really trying to get into um, signing up to exchanges, and there's been this just this massive backlog. People can't even get registered to buy this stuff. People people saying like they've been waiting five six weeks just to get registered and verified on exchange just so they can actually buy some, and it's just like there weren't that many exchanges, and you and you're watching the stock chart this price action on bitcoin just going up and up and up and i'm thinking man just like i've never seen anything like this um crazy i mean i remember back in the early 2000s i actually started learning how to trade options on the share market and with options you can get some serious like um volatility but this is nothing like i'd ever seen on that i mean this is just this is just phenomenal and so but i thought to myself look i'm going to get into the market but I'm going to look for one of the other cryptocurrencies. I, was going, oh, I want to see if I can find something with real use case. It's going somewhere and I'm going to start doing some research. So it's around about the beginning of December, 1st or 2nd of December. Um, and I kind of remember these dates quite clearly because I, I was watching, I was starting to watch the, the, the charts almost every day. And it's like I mean, so were everyone I was working with and stuff. It, it, it was the the news. It was just it was just everywhere, and um, you couldn't really avoid it where I worked, to be honest. And uh, so I, I spent probably the first that the first two weeks of December, and it was like around about the tenth, eleventh, twelfth. And I've gone through, and it's like there's all these other coins. There was like Ethereum, Litecoin. There was um. And another one called Ripple or called XRP. Now there's like another like one called um. Yeah, there's quite a few, quite a few of them. One called Power Ledger, you know, all these, all these ones that purported to do these amazing projects, and some that weren't really that great at all. But then there's this one called Ripple XRP that stood out to me, and the reason it stood out to me is because, okay, I've, well, first of all, I found out that most people were calling this coin Ripple, but it actually wasn't the case. So the, the, the cryptocurrency was called XRP. Ripple just happened to be a company that owned a lot of the cryptocurrency XRP. But what really intrigued me was that this company, Ripple, was looking to take on Swift. Now, Swift, if you know, is is responsible for cross-border remittances and payments. So you've got like, um, yeah, I mean, and I immediately thought, it's like, because my wife is Japanese, right? And so I remember trying to send $100 just over to her in Japan once, just just to pick up some pay for something and pick it up for me. And um, 
and the money never actually got there. And it's like, and I remember being Swift, and I thought this Swift, and then this Swift payment system that's used by the banks is so slow. It takes five days, six days, seven days if it works, and you sort of like when you send the money, you have no idea where it is until hopefully it pops up at the other end in the right account. So I've got this idea in my head and I'm thinking, okay, so this company Ripple's talking about cross-border remittances and payments taking place in just a few seconds, I think it was four seconds, using this XRP cryptocurrency. And it's all settled as well. And I'm thinking, well, that's just mad. That's If, there's, if that's the use case, then that's really ticked off that box because, I mean, that's an amazing use case. And so I'm looking at the uh, price of XRP at the time and I'm going, this, and this, and there's, there's a lot more XRP um, than there were of, like, say, Bitcoin. Bitcoin's got 21 million maximum. And um, so there's obviously a limited supply that's got something to do with the price, you know, being so high at this particular time, especially with everyone trying to buy this thing at the time. So, But XRP was around about, it's around about 20 cents. So 20, 22, 23 cents. And it gets to around about December the 10th, December the 11th. I go, you know what? I've got a bit of cash here. I mean, XRPs, at the time, the price was just, it was pretty much a flatline. It seemed to be doing the same price for around about six months that I was watching it. I mean, there was a little spike up from, it had been 0.006, not even, not even one cent at the beginning of 2017, but it had actually gone up to 20 cents. And I thought, well, this this is interesting because now this cryptocurrency has jumped up hugely in six months, but then it's to stay there. I thought maybe with this kind of use case and this kind of real rigid company behind it, maybe this is going to be amount to something because at the end of the day, I mean, if you back something but it never actually does anything, as much as the euphoria and everything was around Bitcoin at times, there was something that in me just thought, you know, just go for something with the utility, you know. So anyway, XRP, long story short, XRP, 20-something cents, I decided to go, you know, and I dropped. I dropped a few thousand on it. I just I just dropped, a, not insignificant, but I've dropped a few. I thought, look, you know, I'm just going to do it. I've got the money there. It's not going to hurt me if, if it does go the wrong way. And in the meantime... You know, I, I get to, I get to be invested in this uh, this scenario where, you know, what if it turns out in a few years' time that you know, you know, where were you when the whole crypto thing took off? You know, like now they're talking about the whole internet boom and the dot com boom, and then, you know, when the internet took over everything and stuff like. That. People never thought the internet would amount to anything, and now look where we are. This look what we're doing right now. We're doing podcasts. We're doing, you know doing online business we're doing everything everything's online your whole lives social network everything's online we never thought that could happen in a million years and so now we've got this old what's the next one to move maybe it's going to be the money monetary system maybe cryptocurrencies is where it's going to be in the future all these thoughts are going in my head and so i've put this down then as you would i mean you wouldn't believe it but the next day i think it was the 12th or 13th xrp i've just bought this thing like one or two days before literally literally just one or two days before i wake up the next morning and this thing's just 
it's just gone up. I mean, I can't believe it. It's, it's like, I mean, we're here. And look, I mean, if you just check this chart out for a second, like we're paneling on here, looks like 25th, 26th, 7th. We've got like a nice 10th, 11th of December. And then look at this. Two days later, it's 85 cents. And then it's going by what I'm just looking at the screen here now, looking at the history, like twenty second of December, it's now a dollar. By by the thirtieth of December, it's two dollars. And then by the second of January, it's two dollars seventy three. So and I'm going Wow, and I won't tell you the numbers, but when you're watching your investment going up by thousands every minute, it does something to you, and uh, it was a crazy time. And uh, if you know the history of what happened after that boom, yes, everything dropped down, and it's just sort of gradually over the course of 2018, it's come right back. Bitcoin, it got up to twenty, almost twenty thousand dollars. XRP was getting up to three, four dollars, and um, the percents increases for two thousand seventeen were in the thousands. It was just, it was just insane. But one thing this whole rather extended story has shown me is that after that, there was all all these news stories and everything coming out. But you know, people are saying, you know, it's just been a bubble, it's the burst, and it's just come back. But the one thing it did show me is that crypto is not going away. And I spent all of 2018 studying crypto. I started looking through all the different types of uh, cryptocurrencies. I started, you know, after, after that whole experience, that whole lead up from 2011, I thought, there is something here. And I can either be in this or I can just let it go by. And I went and this time I thought, you know, after five, six cracks, like slaps across the face, so to speak, I, it, it, I was woken up. So now I spent 2018 studying crypto. I started looking at Ethereum. I started looking at Bitcoin. I started looking at XRP. started looking at other ones like Tron and all these other ones. And these, these aren't ones that I'm investing in necessarily, but I started looking at them all. And there's one thing I noticed that there was uh, there's different, different, Cryptocurrencies, they not only had different purposes, they obviously had different technologies. And um, and one thing I actually found out is that not only is it just the technology and the use case, it's going to be about mass adoption. Eventually it's going to be about mass adoption. And right now, we're in the very early days. Very early days. I mean... The whole crypto market now is less than a hundred billion, but when you th well, actually, I think it's actually more than a hundred billion. As as I'm recording this podcast, I think it's around about a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty billion. Actually, let me just check. Let me just check that now. Right now, it's worth a hundred and thirty-nine billion US dollars. Now, You've got Bitcoin at $4,032. You've got Ethereum at $141. XRP's at $0.31.7. Cents. Litecoin at $60. Bitcoin Cash, $154. Ethereum, 
Tron at two cents, Cardano at four cents. You've got a whole range of cryptocurrencies here that have just taken off and this thing is not going away. So the whole purpose of this podcast is actually to talk about for you to join me on this journey into crypto. We're going to talk about real crypto. We're going to talk about different crypto assets as they come along. We're going to talk about the ones that I think are better or worse compared to the technology. And look, I'm Although I've done a lot of research, I'm, I'm not an expert. I'm learning just like probably you are. And it's probably why you've come across this podcast. You want to find out what crypto is all about. And especially if you're a beginner. I mean, if you're a beginner, this is something that I've been, it's been on my mind. And I, and I actually want to help a lot of people who not necessarily are tech orientated like I am, but you might be a complete beginner. You just want to know, you're trying to figure out what is it all about. I mean, it's like, there's, there's literally over 2,000 different cryptocurrencies. I mean, how do you pick out of those what to invest in? And look, this podcast is not about investment advice. And in fact, I want to come out and say, do your own research. This this podcast is nothing that you should be doing any investment decision on. It's like, I'm not a, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm, I'm not licensed to give any advice. This is just merely my opinion as a dude talking about his experiences and sharing them with you, my listeners. So this is the very first podcast. I've told you a little bit about me and how I got into the uh, crypto world. And I'd be really, really grateful if you would, if you've in, if you enjoyed this very first podcast. It's my very first one. I'd love to get some feedback from you. Tell me what you think about crypto. Sign up, subscribe to this podcast and and. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Like you can you can contact me at uh, nino at daxrp.com. That's N-I-N-O at D-A-X-R-P dot com. And let me know what you thought about the podcast. Do you, do you like where where have you first joined into crypto? Have you have you bought anything yet? Have you uh, are you still on the sidelines thinking about it? Are you sort of uh, yeah? Just let me know what you think and. Um, and we're going to see, and let's see where this podcast goes. I'd love for you to join me along the journey. So, I hope you've enjoyed the very first podcast of Real Crypto, and I look forward to catching up with you next time.